0: Hello and welcome to the Barnabas Speaks Podcast I'm your host, Cloyd Brown And I'd like to welcome you to another week of Barnabas Speaks As always, I would like to start off today's episode with a public service announcement This week's public service announcement is lent to voting We are coming up on election day, November 4th This Tuesday coming up, we will head to the ballots and cast our votes for our Congressional Senators and Representatives for our uh, midterm elections will also for some of us uh, vote for our governors and our local assemblymen and things of that nature. We also have to make sure that we are aware of the amendments and the laws that are now on the ballot that we shall be voting on. So I would encourage you to make informed, educated decisions as you prepare to vote I'm not here to cosign Republican or Democrat, liberal or conservative, but I am here to implore you to get out and vote. Go vote. As they said, as I was uh, coming up as a teenager, go rock the vote and let us let our voice be heard. As Christians, we should be anxious and feel a sense of obligation to perform our civic duty as members of this, of the body of Christ that happened to reside In a democratic state, we should be the first in line to be representatives to vote for these elections. I encourage you and I implore you, and I will see you at the ballot. Now, let us go on to this week's episode of the Barnabas Speaks Podcast. If you have been following along the past few weeks, you know that we have been in a series called The Becoming. Now, The Becoming comes from a book that I had the pleasure and the opportunity to write And released last December December 17th was the release date December 15th, 2017 to be exact The Becoming is a book entitled The Becoming, Helping the Christian Disciple Gain a Practical Perspective of the Relationship with Christ And there's a book I wrote uh, To uh, do exactly what the uh, subtitle says Just kind of gives you a practical perspective On your relationship And so the past few weeks we've been going over the day We went through the different chapters we started off with the introduction of the becoming, then we talked about the stages of relationships, courtship, proposal, and now we are on marriage. We are on marriage. But let me pause for the calls. If you are interested in getting a copy of the Barnabas Speaks podcast, I would implore you to <coughs> excuse me. I would implore you to go to amazon.com right now, type in the becoming, write my name Claude S Brown Jr. And you will be able to order your copy, whether it is for the paperback or if you would like to get your Kindle version, I would implore you to go over to Amazon.com right now and order your copy of The Becoming by Cloyd S. Brown Jr. If you would like a signed or autographed copy, please stay stay tuned to the end of the podcast. And I will let you know how you can order a signed slash autographed copy of The Becoming. So let's get started. So last week we talked about the proposal and we said how Jesus on the cross is him proposing to the world. And so if you've uh, been following along, you know that this book, the book that I, I, I wrote using uh, what we find in Ephesians from Paul as he compares the body of Christ and his, their relationship with Christ with marriage. And he uh, he goes on to say that I, I I'm speaking of Christ and the church, but I'm speaking it on plain terms, and I would like that I would like to encourage you to make sure that um, you'll follow along in the Bible. It's going to be found in Ephesians, the fifth chapter, Ephesians, the fifth chapter, Ephesians, the fifth chapter. I'm going to read the scripture for you, uh, starting off in the thirty-first verse. Ephesians, the fifth chapter, starting off in the 31st verse. And it says, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. This is a profound mystery, but I am talking about Christ and the church. I'm talking about Christ and the church. When they say church, he's not talking about the local church, not the church that you go to every day. The, the local church is part of the, 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 the body of Christ. And so each when he says that, that I'm talking about Christ and the church, he's talking about all of us. Every last one of us Christians that make up the body of Christ, that is the church. And so, that's a little aside. I don't want to assume that everyone understands what it is meant uh, to say that. But, I would like to uh, take this time to just kind of, let's talk over this marriage portion. What what does it mean to be married? And so, often when we think about marriage, we think about the wedding. Uh, We think about Uh, The the, the gifts And we think about the wedding dress And the tuxedos And the bridesmaids And the flower girl And the ring bearer And we think about the church And the steeple And the bell And we think about the the food And the the reception hall And we think about all these different things We think about the pictures And uh, the the flower arrangements And the, and, uh, the, the, the desserts and the cakes And we think about all those things But that is not what I'm referring to When I say marriage that is the wedding that we're talking about. The But marriage, marriage is something else. Marriage, is this is how it starts off in the book. The wedding has ended. All the gifts have been opened. The trip to the beautiful island destination has come and gone. The thank you cards have been sent. And in the living room sit you and the stranger who is now your spouse. The honeymoon is over. The honeymoon is over. That is how I entered the chapter for marriage uh, in the book, The Becoming, helping the Christian disciple gain a practical perspective of their relationship with Christ. The honeymoon is over. Uh, Often when we think about the wedding, we think about... Not the wedding, when we think about marriage, we think about the wedding, we think about the honeymoon, we're thinking about the sex, we're thinking about... um, all these different things we're thinking about Even the house that we're going to live in We're thinking about all these different things But but the marriage is, 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 is something different It's really you looking at this, There's two strangers looking at each other Figuring out how is this going to work uh, Because the, the I do's have been said And the vows have been shared But now You're looking at this person and wondering What are we going to do now? What are we going to do now? That is what you're looking at. You're looking at this person wondering how all these different things are going to take place, how you're supposed to move forward, and you're looking at this stranger and you're supposed to become one flesh with this person. You're supposed to now share everything, share every thought, every mindset, and you're not really sure how to do that because you are now trying to transition from being single to being married. And the greatest. The greatest tragedy that happens from the transition from single to married is that we as society impress upon you that it's supposed to be this overnight thing that you go from single to being married. But while your title has changed whether, whether you, and your, your tax uh, filing status has changed mentally and emotionally all those things have not changed you have now have to go from a single mindset to a married mindset i don't care how long you have dated and been in a relationship and how well you think and how mature you think that you are there's a period that of time that you must transition from being single to married emotionally and mentally where you cannot just get up and go and move and there's so many uh ins and outs as whether you're going to have a joint account or you're going to have separate accounts whether you're going to File uh, taxes together. How do you wash dishes, and uh, who's gonna do this? And there's so many different things. I remember when me and my wife uh, first got married, we had disagreements, and uh, we say disagreements to make it sound good, but we had arguments about how the, the proper way to wash dishes. This is this. It seems very elementary, something simple, but you are now. Not only are you now taking. Two people and combine them into one, but you're taking two people with a history and all the idiosyncrasies, all the things, their experiences that they have gained over the years, and now you're telling them to merge these two, and they should. And and sometimes when you try to take two pieces of, of a, you take two pieces of a puzzle, you have to find the when you're trying to put together a puzzle, rather you try to find the right pieces and that they that they they mesh and match, uh, correctly. But sometimes the only way to find out is to try to connect the pieces and realize they don't work. Yeah, uh, we are now in the marriage The honeymoon is over And you have these pieces of the puzzle together And all your experiences are now trying to align and come together And you really don't know how any of this is going to work You really do not You do not know how any of this is going to work You don't know how you're going to make it work You don't know any of the things that you should know about this But here we are here we are, we're married and we've said I do. But we really don't know what we did. We don't know that. And this is this is the case when it comes to your relationship with Christ. You went to the altar and you said that you accepted Christ, and you said that you that He was your Lord and Savior, but you really didn't know what that meant. It, it the emotions felt good, and it felt good in the moment, and and now that the the high is over, and every time at first when you first got saved, every time you prayed, it seemed like God had something loud to say to you. But now, when you pray, it seems like He doesn't hear you because now it feels like you're looking at a stranger. You're not you're not used to this struggle and this 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 turmoil of of, of, of suffering. You thought that every time you prayed, God would have this profound answer. Every time that you said that God told me to do this and you would have this 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 great response. Oh man, God told you to do it. But now when you tell God that God told you to do it, they laugh at you and they say, I'm not really, <coughs> I don't care. Excuse me. What you think God told you, we're not going to go and do that. This is the challenge that that now that you have the honeymoon is over and everything is not as sweet, um, the, now that you have gotten to the idiosyncrasies of your relationship with God and, and, and now you have some, some demands on you. Now God is saying, Hey, uh I know that that that, that, that you come here and, and when you came here you 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 cussed a little bit, but now I need you to stop cussing. And now it's no longer the honeymoon, the, the things that were sweet where it felt like God answered your prayers and whatever you said, but now you have to go from single to married. You have to go from from say from unsaved to saved and you don't really know what that means. And and now you have all these different people, just like marriage, are telling you what it should be like. They're telling you what it should be like. And so now instead of really trying to figure out, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit, instead of really trying to figure out what marriages for yourself? You are now have you now have all these expectations placed on you by your parents and by your friends and marriages you witness, and you're trying to duplicate that, and you're wondering why it feels like you're banging your head against the wall because you can't reduplicate it. But the reality of it is, uh, let me free you right here. The reality of it is, is that you were never meant to duplicate someone else's marriage, and so if that is the case, that means that you were never meant. To duplicate someone else's relationship with God. I'm going to say that one more time. You were never meant to duplicate someone else's relationship with God. Their relationship is their relationship. And what I'm telling you is that from going from single to married... Just like in the natural, it is a process that is it, like it's a process. You are now processing from single mindset to married mindset. It's the same way in the in with the marriage to Christ. You are removing from you are moving from unsaved mindset to a saved mindset and it it's a process and it takes time. I know what people are gonna tell you. They're gonna tell you that if you're a Christian, you're gonna do this, 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 and that. And if you're not a Christian, you're gonna do this, this and that. If you when you when you go to church you do this, this and that. This is how you worship him and this is how you praise. You lift your hands like this and you, you say hallelujah like this. And when when somebody says uh, God is good. You say all the time. They're gonna tell you all these different ins and outs and everything, and they're gonna try to make you a robot, and that you would fit their mode of what. uh, a Christian is like, and the reality is that you'll never be able to fit into those expectations because you were never meant to be a duplicate or a copy or a robot of somebody else's expectation of what your relationship with Christ should be. I am telling you now, beloved, that your relationship with Christ must be personal. Your relationship with Christ must be individual. Your relationship with Christ must be come from you conversing and fellowship with christ not from what anybody else presses upon you because if i now come to you and press upon my expectations that you will never be able to fit you will always consider begin to look at your relationship with christ as a failure and that's not the case your relationship with christ is not a failure because it does not look like what someone else told you should look like this single to married thing is a process. This unsaved to saved mindset is a process. And I'm telling you, it's a process that you will have to go through till you reach eternity with Christ. There's always going to be some things that he is still teaching about you. Romans says this. Now we not Romans, Corinthians says this. Now we see through a glass darkly. But then we shall know in full. It says that we know him in part now. We, don't really, we haven't really grasped all of who God is. But when we, when, when we reach eternity with Christ, when we reach paradise with Christ, then we will see him fully and we know him as he is. <coughs> what that means is that you'll always be learning more about Christ and you will never get the fullness of him until we see him in eternity. So that means that there's there's never going to be a point to where you have perfected your relationship with Christ. You're going to be working towards perfection. Now, I want I want to stop right here and put a quote in the meter. Just because I say that you will n- it will never be perfected, just because we that's what we say, that does not give you leeway to just live any kind of way as a Christian. What I am saying is that we should still be striving for perfection. You will not attain perfection but you should always be striving for perfection you should always be trying to improve your relationship with Christ you should always be trying to find out more about Christ no you will never come to a point to where you know everything about Christ but you should be adding on to what you already know it is a process we are processing through this life we are processing from, from single to married we are processing from saved to unsaved and what I'm here to tell you beloved is that it, it takes time But I'm also here to tell you that it is an individual walk There is no No, 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 no Give or take I mean there is no Hey, you do this for five weeks and five months And you'll be fine This is what I wrote in the book And I hope that it blesses you It's uh, the single to marriage section This section of the book was probably the hardest to write Because it is so personal what is the marriage between Christ and his followers like? It is very similar to the marriage between a man and a woman. It is, for the euph- it is after, rather, the euphoria wears off that you are now husband and wife, that you now begin to realize that it really is for a lifetime. It is at this point that you realize that the wedding itself was just symbolic. After the wedding, couples are often asked, what does it feel like to be married now? Does it feel different? To be honest, at first it doesn't. But that is because of something no one ever tells you. You don't get married, you become married. This is the driving focus of this book. You don't get saved, you become saved. And the reality of it is that the becoming lasts a lifetime. The becoming starts when you have this newfound title over your head, but you still have the old title problem to deal with. There is no switch that is internally turned on that will change your mind from a single or unmarried person's mindset to a married person's mindset. The challenge, that most of the, the challenge is that most of the time you have years of practice being unmarried and no practice being married. So the process that is happening now is the process of becoming married after being single. Just like there is no switch in the natural, there is no switch in the spiritual. There is no switch that will turn you from unsaved to saved. But you become saved. You become saved. But you'll be coming, and I, as you know, I always try to. I want to. I want to talk about from the faith prospect uh, aspect, but also from the encouragement, empowerment aspect. Whatever it is that you feel like you're, that you are, that you are purpose to be, you don't just be. You just not. You just don't. One day wake up and you're it. You're not gonna one day wake up and say, "Man, I'm a preacher." You're not going to one day wake up and say, hey, I'm a business owner. Hey, you're not going to one day wake up and it's going to be this perfect little thing. You become that thing. It it is a process. And before you become a business owner, there's certain steps you have to take legally to make you an official and a legal business owner. And it takes steps. It takes, uh, there's a process. And so those steps in between it is that is you becoming what you said that you're going to do. You're becoming what you said you're going to do And what I'm trying to say is Do not forfeit the process And I know if you go on Instagram, on Facebook And you think that these people are instantaneously famous Don't believe the hype Because what you're seeing is a snapshot Of where they are But you don't know the, 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 the ins and outs Of where they become See I'm not here to, to tear down people on Instagram Because that's what we do man the Instagram this and social media this But there are some people that are very successful But their success You got a snapshot of the success You don't see any of the things in the background One of my favorite uh, Instagram comedians or social media comedians Is Kev on stage I would definitely follow him He's a Christian comedian And he's clean comedy and he's hilarious To me And if you were to Just pick up on him now You would say man He had overnight success But if you actually listen to his story, you realize that there was a it was a process and that all the things that he has been through, the ins and outs, led to this. So he didn't become an, an Instagram or instant internet sensation. I mean, he didn't just one day be was the internet sensation. He became it. So it took time working working on his craft. It took time putting up stuff that people said wasn't funny. It took time for him uh, figuring out what was his niche. What how could he? What was his rhythm? What was his beat for for his comedy? And, and and then one and then so what you saw is one day oh, man it just it, he just showed up out of nowhere was there was there was nights and days and it was and it was, it was stressful things where there was sacrifice that he had to make to get to this point and I don't care I don't care if you're looking at a, a, a person that's married that's been married for thirty years <coughs> six months or you looking at somebody that's had a business that, that I'm not I don't care if you're talking about McDonald's Best Buy. All these people had a starting point and It was a process to get where they were So I do not want you to look at these people Look at these different things and say You know what, I just want to be there But to get there, it is work To get there is going to take some late nights To get there is going to take some missed meals To get there is going to take some sacrifice. To get to wherever, I don't care what it is Whether you're trying to get your college degree Whether you're trying to pledge your fraternity sorority Whether you're trying to start your own business Whether you're trying to start your own church No matter what it is, it is a process And you cannot Negate the process, you're just going to take some sacrifice on your part, and you gotta want it bad enough to allow yourself to become it. You have to want it bad enough to allow yourself to become it, and realize that the becoming is, is, is what builds you is the becoming, what is what add character for you. Is becoming this is the, 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 the thrust of the book is because we all be this thing. But, um, let's move back to the. Let's move back to the faith side. Of that we, you do not just wake up one day. And you're a Christian and everything is worked out. No, you become a Christian. It is a process. It is a step by step process. And you don't even know. Sometimes you don't even know the steps until you're actually in the in the midst of the step. I. This podcast was is a result of me becoming, I'm even becoming, even as I do this podcast, I'm getting better week by week. If you listen to the first week and you listen to now, you'll notice that it has smoothed out a little bit because I was becoming a podcaster. I didn't just wake up one day and I was a podcaster. I'm becoming a podcaster and I'm becoming better and I'm becoming proficient and I'm becoming a subject matter expert. But the reality of it is, is that we must take our time and enjoy even when it struggled, the process. As a matter of fact, you don't have to enjoy the process, but you do have to endure it. You do not have to enjoy the process, but you do have to endure it. There's going to be some times where you, you stumble and fall. But your stumbling, and it teaches you. Most of the things I know right now happen. I, I learned from experience. I've learned because I did not know it. Most of the, the small things that people think I do well is because I learned from not knowing it. I learned from not knowing And it was a process But had I not gone through the process I would have never learned it We cannot negate that We cannot negate the time That it takes to become I know We live in a in a, in a generation Where it seems like everything is microwave Everything is instant But it most likely is not I mean, I know that we we watch reality TV and get you on know, reality TV. It seems like they instantaneously instant fame, but that that's an anomaly. That's not that's not the the norm. It's gonna take some work, especially if you want something that's sustaining. If you want a sustaining relationship with Christ, it takes time to process through the becoming. You must now spend time with Him. You must now say, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wake up at five o'clock for prayer, and I'm gonna read my Bible, and I'm gonna search it, and I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna pray more, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure out what it says in his, in his, in his book, and this good book, that's gonna help me to be more like him and to be better in a better relationship with him. But that takes time. But it also takes you choosing to, to participate in your process and it also takes time to realize that I don't have to enjoy the process to endure it. You do not have to enjoy it, but you do have to endure it. I'm going to keep on saying that because I want that to be ingrained in your head. You do not have to enjoy the process, but you must endure it to get to what you're trying to become. Think about how many times you 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 negated the process and you had to you ended up having to go back through the process anyway. There are shortcuts, there are shortcuts to anything But oftentimes when you take those shortcuts You're missing on some valuable lessons You're missing out on valuable life lessons That's going to make you better at what you're trying to become And sometimes the the process is that you learn this experience Through experience or from it, not through experience but from experience so some of it is going to it, it feel like shortcuts because people are going to tell you, but that's still the path you had to go to become. What are you becoming, beloved? Maybe you're becoming a, a supermodel or maybe you're becoming a basketball star or maybe you're becoming a, a, a prolific writer or maybe you're becoming a doctor or maybe you're, whatever you're becoming, I would rather you go through the process. Imagine if one day this person decides I'm going to be a doctor. Without going through the process of going getting a bachelor's degree, getting a, uh, getting a medical degree, uh, doing all that you need to do to become a medical doctor, but this one day this person just starts operating on you. They just decided when they actually they were without ever taking the work that taking part of the process to become and it was interesting I, I said that, that, you, that this becoming lasts a lifetime. Think about a doctor. They must all because they, 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 uh, my bishop always always says that uh, they are practicing, which means that it's always changing the the rules and the, the 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 theories and the laws and all these different things change from as soon as they graduate. And so they must continue to practice. They must continue to become. And so even after they have quote unquote became a doctor, they're still becoming a doctor because there's still more for them to learn. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, you cannot. Uh, Fool yourself into thinking that you have reached a point to where there's nothing else to learn There's always more to learn because you're always becoming I'm here to encourage you and push you and tell you to take part of the process Take Take some time to yourself to to understand the process and go through the process. I'm telling you, you do not have to enjoy it, but you do have to endure it. You do not have to enjoy your process. You do not have to enjoy the late nights. You don't have to enjoy the extra books you have to read. You don't have to enjoy the extra prayer time you have to take. You don't have to enjoy any of those things, but you must endure the process to keep on going because the endurance that you have will make you stronger. It will give you tools and experience that, Shortcuts can never give you And I cannot give it to you I cannot say hey this is This is the way that you get it I can tell you that but even if I tell you This is what I did to get it You must still go through the steps of going through The things that I told you to do To get to the place where you have become What are you trying to become beloved I think the first thing is Are you trying to become a Christian Are you trying to become like Christ That's going to take a process or be trying to become a business owner. That's going to take a process. It means that you're going to have to do some research. You're going to have to study the market. You're going to have to figure out where your connections are. Broaden your network. Learn some tax law. You got. It's going to be some things that you're going to have to learn that you're going to have to go through to endure to become the business owner. What it is that you're trying to. What is it that you're trying to do, beloved? And is the thing holding you back from becoming it? Is that you won't allow yourself to become? What is holding you back? What is holding you back? What is what is keeping you? Are uh, you not applying for the job? You're not doing the resume work, or you're not what is it that's keeping you from becoming? Because God lays out the process, and we must go through the process. But is fear keeping you from becoming? Is laziness keeping you from becoming? If so, I'm telling you to ignore it and take part in the process. Endure the process. The process builds you. And let me free you and let you know that your process is not going to be like anybody else's. I don't care what you're becoming. It's not going to be like anybody else's. It may be similar, but your process is your process. The way you get there is your, is, is yours and yours, and all. so take ownership of it. Be proud of it and say, this is the way I went. And no, it's not like anybody else's, but it's mine, it's mine, it's mine. It's my relationship with God. It's my road to the business. It's my road to entrepreneurship. It's my road to the degree. It's my road to a happy marriage. It's my mode. My, it's my road. Me and God work, work, work through this. And I'm not going anywhere I'm going to endure the process Even when I don't enjoy it I am going to endure the process Even when I don't enjoy it That's That is what We have to say That is, that is That's what it is That I'm going to endure the process It sucks sometimes But I must endure it to become what I desire. I'm becoming what I am to become. Are you becoming? Or are you still sitting on the out on the sidelines? Get into your process. Own your process. Realize that you do not, it does not have to look like anybody else's. This is a key part of this chapter, is that your relationship with God is your relationship with God, and no one can ever take it from you, or no one can either take away or add to it. Just you and you and God. That's a, that's the beautiful thing. it's just it's you and God. Everybody else just happens to be innocent bystanders, but really, it's just you and God. And He's that good. He, 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 he's that great that He He is able to 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 be. It just be you and Him on one side, and me and Him on the other side, and Him and the other person on this side And he'd be all and more than enough Beloved Endure the process Even when you don't enjoy it Take part in the process Even when you don't enjoy it And I promise you It will be a blessing to your life The marriage Is after the honeymoon After the wedding services and you're looking in the the room, and you're seeing someone that you don't really recognize. And then you realize as you begin to, to look at this person, that you do not recognize that the person is you, because you're becoming one flesh. You're becoming one in God. And you don't recognize the person because you don't recognize yourself. Because they become a reflection and the only way to be able to clear up the reflection is to spend time in the process of getting to know who you are and who you're becoming god bless you god love you And until next time be blessed hey there family Thank you for listening to another episode of the Barnabas Speaks podcast I'm your host, Chloe Brown And I just wanted to leave the opportunity for you If you are looking to start your relationship with Christ If you want to accept Christ into your life If you want to accept his proposal I would like to leave an opportunity for you to accept it Uh, If you have questions about your relationship with Christ Or maybe you just want, you have questions that you want to send to me Or even just want to email me or send me information. I would like to give you my contact information. But I do not want to miss the opportunity to open the door for salvation. So if that is the case, please feel free to reach out to me at my email, which is Cloyd.brown at RLCRDU.com. If you need to know how to spell my name, it's C-L-O-Y-E-D Brown. Just like the color. Once again, my email is Cloyd.brown at R-O-C-R-D-U.com. I can also be reached on my social media platforms. My Facebook is Brown. My Instagram is at Claude Brown, And my Twitter is at GentlemanCloyd. I implore you to reach out whether you have questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests. But more so, I want you to let you know that the door to salvation is open. And reach out to me if you would like to talk further about your salvation. Additionally, I promise you that if You wanted a signed or autographed copy of The Becoming that you would find out about how to do it at the end of this podcast. Well, this is the end. So this is how you do it. If you would like to uh, order a autographed or signed copy of The Becoming, you can reach out to me on any of my uh, contact information and we will get you a signed autographed copy. We'll work it out. The book is 10 dollars Please feel free to reach out and order the copy of The Becoming. Once again, if you're not looking for a signed autograph copy, you can go to www.amazon.com and look up The Becoming by Chloe Stefan Brown. I am so blessed to have each one of you, my, my listeners, and I want to thank you for coming out each week. So you have, once again, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to reach out to me. Know that I love you and I appreciate each and every last one of you. Thank you for sharing this podcast with your friends and family. And I will forever be grateful. And I want to always point back and say that God gets all the glory over my life. And I'm just a servant of him. So if you think anything of me, know that it's by the goodness of God and by the grace and mercy of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So remember, never let your independence rob you from your dependence on God. God bless you and God love you. And have a wonderful week.